Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Welcome back. Another day, another dollar. We here. I don't know why I just started out without started out with that, but it felt right in the moment. So I'm gonna honor that. It felt right to just open with that. Um, how's everyone? How's your week been? Um, hopefully it's been better than mine. My week has been fine. I just, the pink moon, there was a pink moon this week. Let me backtrack. There was a full moon on Monday. That's yesterday for me now that I'm filming it today on Tuesday. I'm just off to a great start today. Um, and it just, it was like everything that could possibly be annoying in the entire world was annoying to me yesterday. I was trying to leave my driveway. I live on a very busy highway-ish and probably 25 cars went by driving at five miles an hour. Like they were not going fast. There was traffic and not a single one let me go. So it's just like, that's just like the energy that I've been feeling all week. And like I said, hopefully yours has been better. Um, last week when I mentioned Marathon Monday and I posted a a teaser of it on my Instagram, Deb reached out to me and was like, are you telling the story about how you broke your arm on Marathon Monday on your podcast? And I was like, no, I honestly, I hadn't even thought about that. I was talking about something completely different. And she was like, how are you not telling that story? Even I know that story by heart. So here I am to tell you this story. I will backtrack and say that that is usually or that used to be what I would share as my fun fact. And then, as you can probably imagine, I would get a lot of follow-up questions. Like, you broke your arm on Marathon Monday, and people are imagining a 21-year-old drunk Gabby in college breaking her arm. And that's not what happened. So picture this. It's 2005, and my cousins used to live out in Ashland, right on the street that the marathon runs by. So growing up, we would go to their house every year. We'd like wake up at the ass crack of dawn to beat like road closures and whatever. And then we would watch the marathon literally from their front yard, which is actually awesome. So I've grown up watching the marathon. So as much as I joke now about, you know, like it being a big thing for me, I actually like it is a big day for me. Anyways, I digress. So it's 2005, we go, and the marathon ends, or, you know, like everyone that had to run by ran by, and we decided to go to the Ashland State Park afterwards to ride our scooters. And I hadn't brought our scooters that day, like, I forget what happened, so I borrowed my cousins, but for anyone that's familiar with Razor scooters, the ones that I was used to riding had a metal like the brake was the metal almost like sleeve over the top of the wheel, if that makes sense. But the one that I borrowed that day, the brake was like a wire square around the the, the back wheel. And I remember being like, this is just not working as well as the brake that I'm used to. But all right, I'm gonna let go and let God And let me tell you, let go and let God, I did. So the state park is super hilly. Um, I don't, are state parks meant to be for skateboarding or that kind of stuff? Or are they just like parks because they have terrain? I don't know. Anyways, so I was riding my scooter down a hill, one of the hills of the state park. And 
there was this like like picnic table island in the middle and I realized holy fuck I'm going really really fast and I'm gonna crash right into that thing so I veer off right to avoid it and the whole time you know I'm trying to like step on the brake of this thing but it's just not working like I'm used to and essentially went too far in the other direction like too fast in the other direction so I put my foot out to stop myself and I fell over and I landed on my left wrist and so that was this whole ordeal because at that point we're probably like half a mile away from my aunt's house so I had to walk back with this like limping wrist and then we were still 30 minutes away from home so we're out in Ashland so we drove back in I had to go to St. Elizabeth's Hospital which I'm sure no one is familiar with but it's in Brighton and it happens to be um, just a few minutes down the road from Com Ave, which is also where the marathon runs down. So I got there as a little fifth grader with a limp arm, and I have to compete for emergency room attention with people that were literally dying and dehydrated from running a marathon. I'd say we were on just about the same level. So I probably waited like four hours, maybe more, till I finally got seen. I got a cast and everything. I got a blue cast, in fact, because I was like, why the heck not? Like, be cool. Um, And then there's actually a picture of me from that year's picture day where I ended up wearing an all blue outfit. Um, And you can barely tell that I have a cast because it just blended right in. I'm also wearing cornrows in that picture. So maybe if I get one, no, two, two, people posting my podcast on their Instagram story. Maybe I'll release that picture. It's not good, but it's good, if you know what I mean. Also on last week's episode, um, or was it the week before? Honestly, guys, I'm losing track. Time is just an illusion. Whatever. I posted on my Instagram story asking what song describes your life right now, thinking maybe people were... Maybe people are going to come up with better answers than I did. My version of, you know, my just dance. Um, And I only got three answers. What that tells me is that this is not a great prompt to begin with. We got, um, I'm just trying to live. Then I also got Back to the Streets by Saweetie. I haven't heard that one, but I, I will check it out. And then I also got Dancing on My Own by Robin, which is always a classic, but that did make me feel better that no one had a better answer to this question than I did. This past week, I've been reading this book. It's called The Lying Game by Ruth Ware. I actually just finished it. It's really good. Um, It's like a thriller, murder, mystery, psychological kind of book. Um, But it was funny because as I was reading it, I was like, wow, this is actually like good quality writing. And I say that because what I've been reading lately, aside from this book, are books that are on Kindle Unlimited. And for those that aren't familiar with Kindle Unlimited, um, people can publish their books directly on KU. And I get the sense that the bar might be a little lower on KU. And the stories that I'm reading are... Um, just not the best writing. Well, I with you know, without trying to, they're, they're not the best writing, but they're good. They're juicy. They're spicy, some might say, but it all reminds me of back in the day when I used to read stories on 
Wattpad. And I realized that a lot of people might not know what Wattpad is. Wattpad was like, a, um, I got not similar to KU because KU was owned by Amazon, but it was this like online website where people could publish their writing. And so what you would find on so-called Wattpad was a lot of fan fiction stories. And I can't even believe that I'm talking about this on my podcast, but then again, nothing is really off limits here. So whatever. Those who know me know. Um, As you all know, I was a huge One Direction fan. And back in college, the story called After became really popular on Wattpad. And it was a Harry Styles fanfic. Now, those of you that are Harry Styles bandwagon fans now in the new age, don't even try, don't, you know, you weren't there in 2013 when we were dying over this fanfic. And let me tell you, if you have read it, or if you know anything about it, don't sit here and think that I thought this was like great literature. It wasn't. It was just like very entertaining. But it's actually funny that I bring all of this up because my Snapchat memories from earlier this week was Deb and I going to the movies and this story actually after somehow by the grace of God got turned into a movie. So when we found out it was getting turned into a movie, we're like, oh my God, obviously we have to go watch it. This is going to be so cringy, but I mean, this is just something we have to do. We looked, we scoured high and low for what movie theater was going to be playing it. And we were going to go, I don't like maybe Lowell, Chelmsford, like we were going to go somewhere very random. For those that aren't familiar with Mass, those are like 45 minutes to an hour away from this city and not like nice movie theaters. I have to guess. I've never been to them. So perhaps I'm judging, but it ended up getting played at Assembly Row. We're like, that's fantastic. So we do as we do. And we grabbed a couple espresso martinis at dinner before good old Tony C's. And then we had some wine, grabbed a couple glasses of red wine at the movie theater and we sit down to watch this movie and we realize that we're surrounded by young girls, like 13, 14, accompanied by their mothers. And this was horrible for us for a few reasons. One, we were already kind of drunk. And so we just didn't really have a filter as things started happening in the movie. And the only one, the only thing I can like really remember that I have to I have to mention is there is this one scene in the movie where the main character, Tessa, um, and yes, I still remember her name because Deb and I maybe or may not still watch after on occasion on Mila Sundays. Anyways, I digress. Um, Tessa gets her very first orgasm. Oh, orgasm. Um, I could just say the word, her very first orgasm on screen. This movie is rated PG-13 by the person who is theoretically supposed to be Harry Styles, but they had to change the names for legal reasons. And we're sitting there just drunk enough, knowing we're surrounded by 13-year-olds and their mothers. And like, I definitely yelled a little bit in horror. I was horrified. I felt uncomfortable. And I just was thinking, imagine if I was sitting here with my mom watching this happen on screen. So that was just like a very, very random digression, but it was a good story. I had to tell it. Now into how my weekend went, because I'm sure you're all wondering. 
So on Friday, Deb and I went out. Um, that was fun, but I was expecting us to get dinner for me to have like a full meal, absorb all of the tequila that I knew I was going to be drinking. And these skinny batches just ordered like nachos to share. So in total from the course of like 6.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. when we went home, um, I had probably eaten like six chips. So somehow by the grace of God, that's like the second time I've said that today, sorry. Um, we were able to get an Uber home. And if you listened to either last week's episode or the week before, you might have remembered that I told you that Ubers have been very hard to come around. So I don't know what miracle happened, but we got an Uber home. We make it. It's 2 a.m. We roll into her family house. I was staying over because we were going up to the lake the next weekend or the next day. And I was like, Deb, do you have any food? Like, I'm so hungry. And she was like, um, honestly, I don't know. She's notoriously bad for groceries. Um, so I'll just add that for context. And all that I could find was a big old bag of nacho cheese Doritos. And for some reason, I thought it was a good idea for me to take a video of me drunk, chomping on Doritos um, to send to my friends. Like, why? Why would anyone want to see that? I'm not entirely sure. But I did that. Um, so I have that content to look at. The next day we went up to the lake, like I mentioned, we went to our favorite brewery, it's called Twin Barns. Well, and by favorite, I mean, um, it's like the only brewery that's up there that's near us, it's in Meredith. Um, hung out there, which was super fun, hung outside and it like wasn't really rainy. And then we went to this place called Lago, which is our favorite place for dinner up there. And it brought back memories of like one of the first times that we went to Lago. So basically last summer, we randomly discovered it I think her dad actually recommended it and he was like, oh, this place is really good. So we went up with um, Katie, her sister, and Jordan and had like the best time. The food was phenomenal. Our waiter was cute. We flirted with him. We were in the middle of the crowd and there by that I mean there was no crowd, but we were sitting right in the middle of the dining room. So it was perfect. Um, and we loved it so much so that the next night, Deb and I were alone. We we're like, should we go to Lago for dinner again? I think we should. So we roll up with, and this is something, you, like, expectations can be kind of tricky because sometimes if you go out with the expectations of a great night, it's like everything possible goes wrong. So we roll up, and we hadn't um, specified that we wanted a high top because we thought, like, I don't, know. I don't know what it is that we thought. Basically, we got put in this, like, back... It's not even a room, like, a back dining room. It's, like, this little hallway. And it was us, and there were two other tables. The window was cracked open the entire night, and we were freezing. And the most, the most sad thing about it was that taking our ages into consideration and the age of those around us in that little section, the average age was still 65 years old. Yes, folks, we got put into what we now refer to as the geriatric wing. Um, we were like excluded from all of the fun that was going on in the main room. And by that, we mean we weren't even able to people watch. We tried moving our seats and they wouldn't let us because we just got ordered. We just ordered a bottle of wine and like 
they went, I, they, I don't know, they just like wouldn't let us leave. And then it was one of those things where like, you know how if you order a ton of food, but the food just never stops coming and you just keep eating, you can kind of power through um, your, you can just like power through the meal and make it work. But we had to wait a long time. I forget like what happened if they were going really slow or what was going on. By the time our dinner came, we were so full. So we're like, fine, we'll bring home leftovers. And then I forgot my leftovers at dinner. Um, So that was a fun memory this weekend, being back up there and thinking about that time when we were literally stuck in the geriatric wing. Anyway, so that was Saturday, Sunday, we came home and we did what we do best, which is a meal of Sundays, pat, packed, cracked, there we go, I was like, what word am I even trying to say here, cracked some Miller Lights, and you know, I've been thinking, Hinge hasn't really been reaping rewards, hasn't really been giving me any content to talk about, hasn't really been entertaining me, and I was like, you know what, let me switch to Bumble. So I'll preface by saying that I had I'd done this earlier in the week too and got a couple of matches and I saw this thing on TikTok. And so if it was on TikTok, it had to work, obviously, right? Someone on TikTok had their opening line be, on Bumble specifically, send me a voice, rec- oh my God, am I okay, guys? Send me a voice recording of what you think I sound like. And so this person got some voice recordings back, which I thought was awesome because then you can tell if they have a hot voice or not without having to do the awkward like FaceTime thing or phone call or, you know, whatever, meeting in person. I don't know who does that, not me. Um, I also obviously don't talk to them on the phone or on FaceTime, as you guys all know. Anyways, I digress. So I, of course, thinking I'm, 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 I'm like on to it. I'm like, all right, this is it. This is what's going to get me an in, a good in, in fact. I fire off some messages saying like, send me a voice recording of what you think I sound like. I will give $0 to who can guess how many responses I got. Because it's probably pretty simple of a guess. It's um, pretty obvious. I got zero, not a single, not a single response. So all of that to say that if you have a better opening line that I can use on Bumble, let me know because I am obviously not good at coming up with stuff. So anyways, on Sunday, we're like sitting around swiping And I saw this guy on there who I've seen before and I've seen him before a ton of times. Um, And for some reason, his profile just sticks out in my face. I don't don't even know why. I like if you're on the apps, maybe, you know, that like sometimes you see people and you recognize them. Um, But earlier in the year, not necessarily 2021, but in the year, you know, the the theoretical year, I don't know where I'm going with this. I saw someone that I know who I'm not close with, but who I have on social media, who's like basically an acquaintance, that she had started dating this guy. And at first, I remember being like, wow, this is crazy. I've never seen this happen. And obviously, Boston's not that big in terms of like seeing people over and over on the apps. Like, Obviously, there are a lot of single girls here that I know, and this is the first time that someone that I've seen on the apps is dating someone that I know in real life. And I remember thinking, holy cow, I can't believe that actually just happened. Well, I just saw him again, which led me to think, well, is his profile just coming up over and over and over again, or did they break up? Um, Turns out that they broke up because I looked on her profile and he is not there anymore, but... 
that was the most um, success you could say I had in Mumble this weekend because all my other conversations went nowhere. Actually, okay, well, one, so basically I was very boring this week when I was messaging them. Obviously, as you guys can tell, I'm not creative. And I asked how their weekend was. Um, here's my thought. I should have to be putting in like really good content for someone to respond to me. They should also put in some effort, right? Why do I have to be the one to come up with this like hook, line, sinker? I don't know. So, hey, how was your weekend? Some guy responds, great, thanks. And you? It was great, actually, but I don't feel like responding to that. And then there was another guy who responded. He didn't respond until the next day and was like, oh, my God, like, would have been so much better if I'd seen this earlier or whatever. And I'm like, okay, flattery is going to get you nowhere here. It doesn't work on me. Um, but I responded, and, and he was like, oh, what, you know, how was your weekend? What did you do? And I said, I went up to my friend's lake house. And this dude responds, and he was like, oh, I'm a slut for lake houses. What? Like, am I? I don't. Boys are so weird. Maybe you guys don't think that's weird, but, like, I don't even know this guy's personality. Maybe that is his personality that he's trying to show off. You're a slut for lake houses? Like, what else are you a slut for? I don't know, guys. I don't know. I just, I am ready to meet someone in person, all right? universe I'm putting that out there I'm telling all of you guys this so when I'm ooting a boot and I'm drinking the universe knows let me send her hot men and I promise I will never take for granted being in the presence of attractive people anymore like I would have done before the pandemic because now I know what it feels like to be deprived of making a fool of yourself at a bar with someone that you're trying to impress I'm never going to take that for granted anymore I'm going to go for it I'm going to shoot my shot I'm trying to think if I've done it recently and I don't think, no, but I promise I will. I pro universe, I promise I will. And that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope you all have a great weekend. Yes, weekend. I'm going to be in New York, seeing a couple people. So excited. Maybe I'll meet my soulmate in New York. That'd be unfortunate because I don't want to move and I doubt they're going to move for me, but that's, I'm um, going to cross that bridge going to cross that Tobin Bridge when I get there. Yeah. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks again for listening. Or I don't think I said that earlier, but thanks as always for listening. I appreciate you being here and let's get after it. Good.